0: I'm Tyler. I'm Pete. I'm Craig. And we're breaking down another horror movie on Scared Smithless. Enough time for one more story.
1: It's alive, it's alive, it's alive. Be afraid. Be very afraid.
2: We all go a little mad sometimes. They're coming to get you, Barbara. You <laughs> too.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Oh boy. Uh, John tells on hiatus this week, but as they say, the show must go on. Indeed. Will be missed. Maybe.
2: <laughs> I was thinking this was going to be kind of better than I thought, but uh, I you know, I've been wrong before. Yeah,
0: it's pretty good. I yeah. enjoyed it. I mean, Night- I liked
2: it. This, I sort of had this feeling you guys didn't love it that much. I like of... Some of the no, weird- was- well, what pissed, well, what made me most upset was because of uh, me buying it and then finding out that we found it on another site. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. Oh yeah, we could have totally watched this for free. Yeah. It's of course, like- if I didn't buy it, it wouldn't have been on a certain site.
3: It's like getting gas, and inevitably, the next day the gas price goes
0: down. Yeah. It's <laughs> the way it goes. Today's episode, nineteen sixty ones, the Innocents. Yes, this is.
3: Strange, strange title. Yeah. I didn't really understand.
2: This was based on the 1898 Henry James story. It was either a novel or a. It's just based on the story The Turn of the Screw.
3: I always thought it was Turning of the Screw, but it is Turn of the yeah, Screw. Yeah, I
2: think uh, I think they made a movie called The Turning of the Screw. Oh,
3: uh, okay. That's what I'm thinking
0: of. Yeah.
2: Because I, I thought that's what it was, too. But everything else I've seen, it it's The Turn of the Screw. And I
0: was familiar mm-hmm. with that book, but I did not know that this was based off of that. I, I this is basically I no exactly that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think they uh, did the uh, Netflix anthology of that show, and they did The Haunting of Hill House, and then...
0: The Haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah, The
2: Haunting of Bly Manor, yeah. yeah
0: which is... um this based off of pretty much the turn of the screw and this is uh, it's called the innocence but it really is i mean it it's that exact story there's
2: nothing innocent about this (laughs) that's the best i can come up with really quick i was
0: looking for the innocence when i found out this was on our schedule i was looking for the innocence like e-n-c-e and i couldn't find it so i thought not the age of innocence right right so i was looking for it like Innocence, E-N-C-E, Oh and I couldn't find it. I couldn't even find it on IMDb, so I'm like, how unknown is this movie that it's not even on IMDb? Yeah. And then I found out, oh, E-N-T-S, yes. Innocence, like... The sea is silent. <laughs> yeah. Innocent, plural, yes. is this movie.
2: Yes, this was a... Uh, this movie is also a... Uh, this is uh, co-written by uh, the famous Truman Capote... He oh. to mm-hmm. yep. actually took some time to write his name. Actually, took some time to write this while he was uh, writing his most famous novel um, in Cold Blood. In Cold Blood, yes. I, yeah. I had
0: a lot going on at the time. Yes,
3: yeah. in Cold Blood. Mm-hmm. Yes, I
0: also worked on this movie, <laughs> Turn of the Screw. But we didn't spell it. We didn't call it the same thing.
3: If I must.
2: <laughs> no. I never thought about that, but that makes so much more sense now since you guys mentioned that. <laughs> anyway, this was mostly, they actually made a play of this back in the, uh, I believe it was like the early 50s. And I think most of the uh, screenplay was more based on that. I think the the ending of this movie is this, the same as the actual novel is, which I don't want to ruin yet. Oh,
0: you're not ruining anything. No. No. We'll get into it pretty mm-hmm. quick.
2: Well, anyway, this was directed by Jack Clayton, the guy who uh yeah, Oscar Os- nominated. Yeah, Oscar nominated. Yeah. Room at the Top, which I've never really heard of. I just knew it was a best picture film.
3: Jack Clayton, is that the guy from uh City Slickers and Batman?
2: No. Oh. He also directed uh the Robert Redford version of uh The Great Gatsby in seventy three or four, oh, okay. whenever it came out. And he also one of our personal favorites that uh, somehow was a Disney film. Something Wicked This Way Comes.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. I could not believe that was a Disney movie.
2: I, I That's didn't, crazy. I didn't either until I was older. I'm like... That's like Dark like, Disney. that was a
3: Disney film? Yeah. That movie was terrifying when I was a kid. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, the spider scene is... Yes. Uh, yeah.
0: I mean, it's not as scary now to watch... Oh, no, that spider scene's still creepy. That movie... <sighs> But I still get that same feel. Like I, I, when I watch that movie, it triggers something in me. Mm. I remember exactly how terrified I was the first time I watched that. Do you think your young daughter
2: would enjoy watching that film? Probably.
0: Probably. Yeah. yeah, she's yeah, she pre- yeah she's pretty odd. <laughs> yeah, she loves scary stuff. Yep. Um, this was this was good. I li- it's it's black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, nineteen sixty one. Yes. Question uh, about black and white. So at this time, there obviously was. Uh, plenty of things in color mm-hmm. but a lot of things back at this time still came out in black and white was that just it was cheaper for cost reasons well,
2: well, so, yeah sometimes it's cheaper sometimes they didn't on purpose just for um i don't know like atmospheric atm- yeah. at- atmospheric yes at, yep. yeah if i'm putting this right yep. but um and, and like sometimes it'd be like so cheap he had to use black and white But right. yeah for in this case, I don't. I don't think that was the case
0: for this. Yeah, this definitely worked in black and white. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The cinematography
2: was by uh by Oscar winning Freddie Francis, who oh, just he? won an Oscar this the year before this one. Oh really? It was funny. There was a I say, yeah, a that lot of incredible. scenes that, they had to use. They had to use a ton of lights for a lot of scenes. Sure. And, um, Deborah Kerr, the uh, lead character in this, they said a lot. Of, a lot of times in between scenes, she had to wear sunglasses. Really? Yeah. Hmm.
0: The yeah, immortal yeah. Deborah Kerr. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah. Er- the King Everybody and I. The King and I. Good.
2: Mr. Holland's opus. Yeah. Uh, not Mr. Holland's opus. <laughs> uh, Mr. Heaven Knows there, Mr. Allison. There you go. But uh, that, everything I've seen her in, I always think she does a good job. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. She's very believable. And the, uh, uh, yeah, the famous beach makeout scene from.
2: Yeah. From Here to Eternity.
0: Yeah. yeah. I can't forget that. Mm-hmm. That's Deborah Kerr. Yep. I didn't realize that until I was uh, doing some research for this mm-hmm. movie. She's uh This is a. She's this, quite a looker. Yeah, I mean she's she's a good-looking lady. Um, I didn't. This isn't. It's it, this one's different. It's not a jump scary mm-hmm. horror movie. It's very very atmospheric right. it's horror. Slow burn. Right. Um, for it's, the time would have been very controversial. I'm oh thinking, yeah. With some yes, of the yes. with some of the uh, el- plot elements. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's um, say I. Uh, I think this movie was a influence for um, the movie "The Others" also. Okay, oh, I, stay tuned. I see that. Yes, yeah, yeah definitely. The last couple we've watched, um, same with "The Changeling." You, you can see a lot of influence was taken from that movie and this movie for mm-hmm. um, a lot of movies that are that are more recent, more modern. Yeah, this one. This one. Th- this one gets you a little bit. This it does. one's got the. It's got that certainly little, with the atmosphere. Yeah, it's got that no, whole go- gothy type of a it's creepy movie, yeah, gothic. Yes. And there's
3: no like, whenever there's a jump, like what what you'd call a scare in the movie. It's not even a jump scare. It's just like, you know, in modern horror movies, there's like a boom. Yeah, and there's mm-hmm. none of that. It's mm-hmm. just like. You have to be watching the movie yeah. and notice things.
2: So there's always like sounds, but yeah, with right. like music and stuff uh, like that. It's but, actually yeah.
3: it's actually the lack of sound and mm-hmm. most of yes. the
2: scary parts. So mm-hmm. it's just like silence, mm-hmm. just like creepy noises and stuff like right. that. That's about it. Yeah, because like, it's
0: not the right. yeah right when you right. get the big music drop, right? You know, it's kind of
3: that's more what scares you is the music.
0: You, you almost like want to say that's it's <laughs> cheating, right? With this, right. It's, the scare is just kind of this they earn it yeah, yeah. Uh, if I can call it a slow build right and a right. scene where something's appearing in the background or something's showing up and it's just your own realization of what's happening to where earn you're it. like oh 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 wow yeah you know that's how the the scares present themselves in this movie right. which yep. I actually appreciated I thought that was I did too. not something you see very often
3: so yeah De- Deborah Kerr will be outside. Or Miss Miss Gibbon is that her name? Miss Giddens. 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 Yeah. Yeah. She'll be outside, and then you know insects are chirping, or I'm sorry, yeah, chirping, and the birds are squawking, and then it's just like just silence, mm-hmm. right? And it's just like, uh, and sometimes it's kind of a a red herring because nothing will happen, right? And it's just like, did she see something? Because you never actually see anything until. You know, the camera turns and, and looks at what she's looking at. Sometimes she just looks, and you don't see what she sees.
0: On the flip side, there's also several parts of this that are. I mean, this, she this does. Is, th- there are some classic horror movie tropes yeah. in this. Where stop following that sound. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. get out yeah. of there. Why are you still here? <laughs> yeah. Like uh... Th- this is
2: almost kind of sort of. We don't even know if it's like psychological because right. nobody else seems to like notice like anything else. True. Not to spoil it, but
0: uh, two of the creepiest kids you will ever see in film. Yes, agreed.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I can. I'm on board with that.
0: Up there yep. with Michael and Jane from Mary Poppins. Yes,
2: it's very close. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which kids were uglier. <laughs> I'm not talking what they no. look like.
3: I'm talking their just their demeanor. Yeah. Well, apparently, both, I don't think
2: any of them were. You know, very...
3: in this movie, I also got kind of some. Uh, some uh some shining vibes from this movie too because it's just
2: such a big place that they're at
3: well not just that but it's like you know she shows up for a job there is a kid involved she oh, just kind of keeps see. getting more and more psychologically disturbed mm-hmm. kind of de- you know mentally degrading and you don't know what except they're saying
2: except it's not Shelley duvall <laughs>
3: And you you don't know if what she's saying is real or if it's just part of his right. you know, psychological breakdown. You so know? it's
0: this slow descent into madness, right? Sort exactly. Of. Um, you see quite the character arc from Miss Giddens, our yes. leading lady in this movie. Yeah. So let's jump right in. This was a this was an effective opening credits. We just get a woman crying and hands. And Praying, yeah, praying. Like, like hands in a praying position. That's all we can see as the opening credits scroll through.
2: Well, not before the uh, lovely song sung by a uh,
0: yeah, we get a yeah, a, a little girl singing a lullaby, da, 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 da. yeah, willow
2: something yeah. something or another. I don't Horror know. movies yeah.
0: have ruined lullabies for me. They, they really have. I get <laughs> yep. my I get my son to sleep every night by putting on um, lullabies, and it works for him. But it's it's creepy.
3: Well, they, uh... Are they lullabies by Guns and Roses?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and and uh, the horror movies are one hundred percent to blame for that. Yes, um, agreed. Obviously, lullabies are supposed to have the exact opposite effect. But yeah, oh, oh, Willow Wally. I found out is yeah. the name yeah. of yeah. the lullaby. Bill that Bill she's sin- singing. Oh, the word
2: Willow was in it. Yeah, it comes Irish? up
0: several times. Um, sung, played, hummed throughout yeah. this movie. Um. The little girl's
3: whistling it or humming it or singing it. All the time,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, So we get Miss Giddens, played by Deborah Kerr. She's sitting in an office with, um, he's just credited as the uncle. I don't even know who this actor is. The (laughs) business uncle. Right, boy, this guy's a dirtbag. Yeah, So he's explaining to her, just quickly, he's hiring a nanny for his niece and nephew who stay at his country house, where he's not at very often. And Ever. Right. And again, does it say what happened to their parents? They died. I don't, died. Think, I don't, I don't think, think it does. They're orphaned. So yeah. they live, their uncle is in charge of them, but right. he basically keeps them at his country house where he's rarely ever at. He's not there in this entire film. But he flat out tells Miss Giddens, I don't want anything to do with them. I'm trying to find someone who will take care of them, be in charge of everything going on with them, and quote leave me alone <laughs> pretty much he actually says that don't write <laughs> to me don't contact me i just want someone that can take care of them and and, and leave me alone
2: yeah at least he's being honest right
0: i, well, guess. I get it's not a father it's the uncle but yeah. wow
3: I mean, throughout most of this movie i just assumed that the kids killed the parents <laughs> well,
0: yeah,
1: who, yeah who
3: knows it, it, like about three quarters of the way through it, it would not have surprised me at all the way that
2: they act yeah i'm yeah, I'm just gonna put it down. I can see why the uncle didn't want any part of them at all. I wouldn't
3: is it because they're terrifying,
2: yeah, that and <laughs> that they're just it's
0: a chicken or egg yeah, thing though yeah. Did yeah. they become this way because he makes it very clear he wants nothing to do with them, or does he want nothing to do with them because of the way that they are uh, to be fair, know. they didn't become the way that yeah, they are yes. until events happened yes. that were set in place already, so. Doesn't matter. Either way, I was almost shocking watching this opening scene of how the uncle is just very charismatic, very charming. Yeah, he seems very like a pretty kind, good guy. But the right. things he's saying are like, wow.
3: Yeah, the two-edged sword there.
0: Like, so she agrees to the job. I'm not sure what the salary is, but...
3: It must be pretty decent.
0: Right. He's obviously very wealthy. He's got a giant house out in the country that he that doesn't, he doesn't even
3: yeah. Yeah, go to. Yeah. And pays for maids to take care of it. And that's basically all they do is just take care of this house, apparently.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about this house for a minute. We get a shot of Deborah Kerr being transported there by horse and carriage. This takes place, what, it like in the 1800s? I think it's,
2: I think I read it's like a late 1860s or something. Okay.
0: Back when the okay. good old U.S. of A. was in the throes of the Civil War.
1: Oh, uh,
2: yeah. It might have been
0: after. Yeah, we're in London <laughs> yeah. or just outside of London. Yeah. Yes.
2: Um, I loved where they. It was, it's just another one of those places. I loved where where they filmed this at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. I mean, it's a beautiful place. I mean, I, I love the uh, I don't know, house mansion or whatever it is.
0: Is that just a prerequisite for houses like this? These giant Victorian era mansions—they're just haunted. I. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've got evil things happening there. If they weren't haunted, the, I
2: would. I. There's no point. You think like, that just
0: comes from people that can't afford them and say, "Well, I'm glad I don't live there." Cause <laughs> I'd say. No, I'd
2: say unless. Unless it is haunted or you have like the bat cave underneath that did that this is just pretty much a boring place.
3: <laughs> I think it was uh safeties and standards back then. Yeah. There's probably at least twenty, thirty people that died building the house. <laughs>
0: That's true. <laughs> you don't get a house looking like this without Hell,
3: we lost another two yesterday. We got room for two more today. <laughs>
0: We've hit our daily quota of casualties. Yeah. Oh, we only lost 12 people in the making of this entire house. We are now,
3: we're, we're on a hot streak. Three days since a workplace injury.
0: Yeah. <laughs> They've got Three a sign. It doesn't say a workplace accident. It says workplace deaths. Yeah. 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 Four days since a a death on the job. Yeah. There is no accidents that you come back from. You just die. Yeah, and you know, some of those uh, happened with like concrete pouring accidents. and yeah. They just left them down there. I'm like, oh, well.
3: Well, that's less concrete we got to use. Yeah, no one's going to fill them. in the gaps.
0: Suppos- supposedly Jimmy Hoffa's buried under the giant stadium.
3: That's what I heard. I also saw that they ran a, uh, like a a radar thing over all of giant stadium. They didn't find anything.
0: No, of course so, they didn't. Yeah,
3: because
1: he's
2: yeah
3: dissolved. Yeah, <laughs> he's had giant football players running on him for what seventy years.
2: Yeah, something like that.
0: Pumbled in the ground. less than
2: fifty. No. Oh. Since he's di- disappeared anyway. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I don't know.
0: So, Miss Giddens is obviously very taken by the house and the grounds.
2: Yeah, she walks like a last like, three quarters of a mile to get to the house
0: <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, she meets uh, Flora standing out by... Someone's calling for Flora. She meets her out by the pond. Mm-hmm. I think they call it a lake, but it, it's a pond. It's yeah. a pond. It's a, I'm going to say it's the world's smallest lake. Right. Maybe um, it's a swamp. Right, but there's a voice calling for Flora, which is... How she finds her. And then she, um, so she introduces herself to Flora, who's, I don't know, 10, 10 11 years old. Yeah, maybe. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Maybe not that old. Eight or nine. Mm-hmm. There's a boy that lives there, Flora's older brother, but he's away at school. Yes. There was an old governess, right, which is the position that Miss Giddens has taken, a Miss Jessel. Do you guys ever catch her first name?
2: Miss Jessel? Yeah, th- I think it's, that's... It's,
0: that. I it's think Mary. That's... We see her... She's died. Okay. We see her tombstone later, and it says, Mary Jessel. Oh.
2: <laughs> one paying attention. To I did some
0: detective work. Name. Oh. Yeah. She used to be the governess of the house, but she died. We find that out at the beginning. So mm-hmm. that's why um, the uncle is looking for a replacement. Um, but we don't- I mean, this
2: job, t- does this job have to- this job that hard that like people die from it or something? I guess. I
0: guess. Well, we, yeah, because she asks why, and he doesn't really give her a lot of detail on how she died. Yeah, no, I I want a lot of detail about how someone died on the job of yes. the job that I'm getting ready to take over. She yep.
2: suicide? Did the kids drive her nuts that much, right. or did the kids kill her? Yeah, I mean, was she
0: devoured by something? Or <laughs> yeah, the first night is weird because uh, Flora gets out of bed and she goes and stands and watches Miss Giddens sleeping. That was creepy. Yeah. She then goes over to the open window and looks outside, and she has, she's looking and smiling like she sees something outside. Right.
3: But you never see what it
0: is. Right. And she starts humming that lullaby again. Right. We're also introduced to Mrs. Gross, who is um, one of, I guess she's the head maid. Yeah. The maid. Head maid, yeah. Right. Gross. So, there's a couple other maids here. We see one of them very briefly. Um, I think there's like a couple other maids and a, a cook. But we never see them other than one of the maids. We see like like one scene for, yeah, which was weird. I mean, I I get it like you're not going to show any of them. But why would you show them for five sets? Right. Yeah. I don't know.
3: Little Miss Candelabra.
0: Mail comes the next day. One of the letters is from Miles' school. Miss Giddens reads it and finds out that Miles is being expelled from school. He's being sent home early because he's been expelled. But it doesn't really give any details as to why other than he's causing problems for other students and it's impossible for them to keep him at the school. So Miss Giddens is talking to Mrs. Gross, who's very surprised by this. She, you can tell she's not being completely forthcoming about the children because Ms. Giddens yeah. asks her in she's the beginning. She's hiding something. Yeah, several times about the kids. And she's, oh, no, they're they're good kids. And she goes, oh, that's good. They never cause any trouble. And she goes, oh, I wouldn't say they never cause trouble. <laughs> it's just she kind of seems to be talking out of both sides of her mouth. Right. Times. It's like.
3: She
2: doesn't want to get in trouble, lose her job. Mm-mm. I wouldn't care. <laughs> I can be a maid somewhere else. Don't oh, don't these care. kids
0: are, yeah, they're possessed.
3: Yes, you definitely come across that way
0: right from the start. So Ms. Giddens is asking questions to Mrs. Gross about Miles, and she says, oh, I'm very surprised. I can't imagine that, you know, he, he's not a troublemaker. And she's Miss Giddens is, she has a pretty good reaction here. She's basically like, um, it must be pretty bad if he's getting expelled from school. Uh, I'd be asking that, a lot of questions. Yeah, like, you know. what, you're telling me how great these kids are, but now I'm finding out the ones getting expelled from school. Oh, that's weird. And again, this um, he, did he did this he burn is... down something? Did he? You're not getting expelled from school for like, oh, I you know goofed around or I you know yeah, playfully right? did something I wasn't supposed to. Like, you yeah. know, getting mm-hmm. expelled from school is serious. Chronic behavior problems yeah. that the school can right. no longer and handle.
2: And you know, Burn down something, cutting off, like, animals' heads or something. And- Especially
0: back then when they could beat the tar out of the <laughs>
3: And again, this was before telephones. So you couldn't call somebody. It was all translated over either messenger or letter.
0: Right. Yep. So they don't have a choice. I mean, right. obviously, they're sending him home on the train, so they need to go get him. So they go pick him up from the train. He seems great. He seems like a wonderful little boy. Yes.
2: This was played by a... Uh, Martin Stevens, who was also famous for playing one of the uh, other creepy kids off of uh, Village of the Damned. Oh, oh that makes gosh.
1: sense. this kid.
3: He's got one of those faces.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right? When I was looking him up, I'm like, I'm like,
3: that
0: makes so much sense right now. Yep. Oh, yeah. Bingo. Yeah. He, these are the kids you want to watch out for. Yes. Yes. The ones that act like they're smarter than you are, mm-hmm. and they probably are. <laughs> Because I they're mean, possessed by demons. Yeah, so, I mean, if
2: they're psychotic, then yes, they are. But other than that, most of the time, then nah, not
0: really. Right. So, Miss Giddens tells Mrs. Gross that they get home and the kids go off to play. And Mrs. Giddens tells Mrs. Gross, um, you know, obviously, I'm going to have to address the school issue at some point. But, you know, I just want him to enjoy his homecoming right now because he's very excited to be home. So, she that night, uh, she puts Miles to bed and she's trying to talk to him about what happened at school. And he's—see, this is this is what would piss me off if I was this governess. Like, everyone in this house—so Mrs. Gross and both of the kids, they both answer—like, when she asks them direct questions, they always have the answer of, like, answer without answering. Right. Like, not answering the question that you're asking, but, like, either rephrasing and asking you a question— or giving an indirect answer to something. Like, I, I, my patience wouldn't last nearly as long as Miss Giddens. No. Like, no, 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 no. no. This is what I asked you.
2: Right. It pro- it's probably why uh, women are usually the ones that had this type of job. Right.
3: It's like a politician's answer. Mm-hmm. Yes. It just kind of goes around in a circle and it just yeah. doesn't answer your question. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Nothing no. can be simple.
0: Right. You're going to sit in this dark closet until you answer the I mean, question. Seriously, if this you, was like a John Wayne movie, this, the movie, way that you this whole and I movie would know, know I want you to answer it's, the question.
3: And I will squeeze a hot dog through the keyhole. Yeah. That's, what I mean. that's this, all you're getting.
2: That's all I mean. If this was like John Wayne or something, I mean, this movie would have lasted for like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this movie oh, would have yeah. been done and over with. Yeah.
3: Yep. The end. Mm-hmm. Oh. So the oh, next day,
0: Miss uh, Giddens is out in the garden. This is where she first sees an apparition. So she's looking up at... what? How big is this house? It has like a castle... Terrace. Like a, yes. Yeah, it's, it's huge. Yes, this looks like a... What do they call those on, on castles? It's a tower. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. It. This thing is like where, five stories tall. So she looks across where the Rapunzel garden. lived. Yeah. Yeah. Up, it's huge. Yeah. Up at the top of this tower, and she sees a man standing up there. She can't see him very clearly but it's it's clearly an adult man standing because the, the sun's of behind head. him it's coming right. over the tower right so she goes to investigate um
2: and we sh- see we also see like a john woo amount <laughs> of like there's a lot
0: of doves doves like in this everywhere. movie. yeah
2: i was just waiting for someone to get like just blown blasted. away or something yeah. and everything exploding <laughs> yes <laughs> it never it doesn't happen no but it would have been awesome don't get your hopes up <laughs>
0: But yeah, it's not a Michael Bay film. Yeah, she goes in to investigate this tower, and she looks up, and there's, I don't know, six or seven million stairs. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't care that much. I'll wait for him to put him in the elevator. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no. I. Yeah. I'm not that concerned about a man standing on top of this tower. No.
3: Yeah. They can stay up there. Just don't come in.
0: Right. <laughs> she does. She looks up this flight of stairs, and I'm like, nope. I was waiting for it to get up there going, I, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I, obviously, you know,
3: they come up there like they just walk through a doorway from the kitchen to the living room or something. Seriously, They're not
2: tired I, at all. I was up on a ladder like at least 20 feet in the air the other day trying to take care of a wasp nest. Yeah. And uh, that was horrifying. <laughs> from the wasps to imagine- the heights.
0: I'm not even- for the heights. <laughs> I'm, to- I'm not even talking about heights. I'm talking about... Just a fat person looking at yes. stairs that I have to climb.
3: Yeah, just looking at those stairs
0: I can be me in sweat. great
2: shape. I don't even know if I'd go up there.
0: Yeah. So she climbs up the tower and Miles is sitting and playing of with course. the pigeons. So
3: that wasn't surprising to you, Peter? Yeah.
0: No? So she no. asks him.
2: Yeah, he almost looks like What's-Her-Face off of Home Alone 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the pigeon lady. Yeah, except p- he, Except she's less creepy. <sighs> Sick.
3: <laughs> Sick.
2: Gross.
0: So... She's asking miles if there was a man up there, and he's God, this kid drives me nuts, yes, I would have thrown him off, <laughs> <laughs> whoops, he fell, <laughs> looks like it was an accident, <laughs> darn it, <laughs> he's just oh, he's obnoxious, he is there's obnoxious. no way he's a good kid, no,
3: no, there's no way that there was not a legitimate
2: I even reason he always calls her my dear, yeah, or yeah. dear, or yeah, something. no, don't call me that, no. don't yeah. call me Miss Giddens, yeah. or Miss,
0: yeah. Or Mrs. G. I'm not yeah. your dealer.
2: <laughs> yeah, he he always seems like he's a uh, hitting on her. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's creepy. So and I guess uh, some of it is explained later, but man, I'm there's no way. Like, no. hey kid, we're gonna have a conversation yeah. about how you're gonna address me and how you're going to talk to me.
2: Yeah. Yep. Let's roll
3: it back about fifteen knots. I mean
2: you hit. know, and
0: I I get a little kid has a crush on some older
2: lady or something I I get it. That's not right. But not to this extent.
0: Yeah. It's a very yeah, and she, she mentions to Mrs. Gross at one point that Oh, yeah, he he's he is very charming, similar to his uncle, because she talks about how um, the uncle had a very he was very influential on getting her to take that job. And then um, Mrs. Gross says, oh, the children are the same way. They'll they'll uh, get you wrapped around their finger. Yeah, that's not that would not work on me. with no. this with this kid and not not even the flirtatious part of it. But like, OK, man, yeah, you're not in charge. No, I'm in charge.
2: Yes. Yes,
0: because he's just very much has that attitude of I'm going to do what I want to do, whether or not you're okay with it. And then when you confront me or question me about it, I'm just going to have this nonchalant
1: smirk,
3: smuggy face.
0: Yes. Smug attitude about. Yeah. If you can't tell. Not happening. Yeah. That's not something I deal with very well. I was going to say, this is like the
2: 1860s kid. I I don't care. I will take
0: you over my knee. Yes.
2: Oh, man. That is one, like, this would, like, get to the point where I would, like, hire another kid as they just beat the absolute tar out of this kid. (laughs) The whipping kid. Yeah. Actually, that was a
3: real thing. Did you know that? Yeah.
2: The whipping kid? Yeah. What's the whipping kid?
3: There, There were parents back in the day where they would get kids to take the punishment for their kids. Oh. And they would be like, "Hey, you broke that, that vase. I'm gonna beat the whipping kid instead oh. of you." Yeah, I don't know why, but that was a thing. Hmm. Yeah, that's awful.
2: No, I mean I that's get a good it. Coping I, mechanism. Yeah, I was gonna say I, w- I wouldn't do. I was gonna say I wouldn't do it just because you know it just wouldn't be a challenge. Obviously, you know if, if if any one of us just hit this kid, I mean this kid would be dead. I mean he's a, <laughs> I mean he's just a little prick, little right. sissy, yeah. kid. It's right. so like, get somebody his own age, and just have him just beat the absolute time out of him. Yeah,
0: call me dear while you're picking yeah. your teeth up off the floor. Yeah. Yes,
3: like Peter Griffin did to Chris's
2: bully. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just you're minus, just nose. yeah, just minus, you know, an adult doing it. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, Miles is riding a horse or his pony in one scene. I, this didn't go anywhere. I was waiting on him to get hurt. Yeah. I was almost crossing my fingers. Yeah, he didn't. So I was waiting
3: for the, the horse to buck <laughs> him up in the air. And then, like, just before he hit the ground, just back kick him. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Um, that night, they play hide-and-seek. The, the kids, it's their bedtime. But they convince Miss Giddens to play hide-and-seek. Again, nope, it's no. your bedtime. Yep. You know, anyway, they play hide-and-seek. <laughs> she goes and looks for them. You go hide under
3: your blankets, and I'll find you in the morning.
0: Right. Yeah. What happens? She finds them. She she, she, no, she goes no, up. She, now she goes up into the uh, right attic into or the or attic whatever. and finds
2: that terrifying Jack in the Box thing.
0: And
3: oh, oh, oh. And of course the creepy kids up there.
2: Yeah. Well, before that, she's uh, looking down like the hallway or something. She see it looks like there's like a figure that like goes oh, yeah. walking by. Oh, you're right. right. Yep. And that that was that was creepy. That was creepy.
0: Yeah. Word of advice: If you're ever in a house like this, don't play hide and seek. No. Good things, especially to happen. Night. Yeah, hide and seek at night is you're asking for trouble.
3: Or we'll play hide and seek, but we're staying on the main floor. Mm. We're not going up stories or down stories. No.
0: Or we're just gonna burn this place to the ground. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. She ends up hiding. Um. After she finds the kids, and she goes and hides behind a curtain. And oh, oh, she does find
2: a po- portrait of some guy. Yeah, she, she, up in the attic mm-hmm. she finds
0: a, a picture of of a man. Right. And she goes, when she's hiding, she hides behind a curtain in front of a big window on the main floor. And behind her, this was a pretty good scene, a face appears oh, behind yeah. her it of a kept man. It's getting closer
3: and closer. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that was good. I like that. Yeah. she turns and sees it obviously freaks out yeah. and the face kind of backs away
2: just simply by just rolling on something forwards and backwards that's all that was yep. mm-hmm.
3: and the last thing you see is like the the glimmer in his eyes yeah that was cool yeah, there's yeah. Two, yeah, yeah, was like yeah, that two was light
0: creepy.
2: spots i mean it's like that would be like something you'd see like on like a disney movie like aladdin or like
0: right. something see, like that's yeah. why i'm never living anywhere where police can't be there um quickly yeah yeah mm-hmm. especially back then Called a constable. <laughs> called the bully. Oh. Yeah. We'll come check it out tomorrow or the day after. <laughs> We're on our way. Yeah, I live about three blocks away from the police station, and that's not on accident. <laughs> um, There was a scene, too, before uh, when she's looking for the kids, uh, she... F- Miles comes up behind her and wraps her up.
2: He almost got her like in a stranglehold. Yeah. yeah, he
0: wraps her like he's hugging her from behind, but he's got his arm around her neck. Mm-hmm. And she pretty much immediately says, oh, okay. Okay, Miles. That's, that's enough. That's too, yeah, that's yeah. too tight. You're hurting You're, me. And yeah. he's like, am I? Am I hurting you? She's he's, like, stop. Yeah. And he's, he's like, but why? Yeah, that kid's, yeah, he's getting choked out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're <laughs> flipping okay, this okay, real Miles. quick. Okay, Miles,
2: okay. All right, quack,
0: Yeah. Good night. If I was in that movie...
3: I would've had them put a dummy in so I could throw it against the wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh man. Yeah.
0: I'd go after that thing like they do lip. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, what
2: a uh, what a great So name. she
0: tells so she obviously freaks out, um, tells Mrs. Gross that she saw a man, there was a man, it was the same man that she saw um in the tower. Which I don't know how she knows it's the same man in the tower, but she says she found a picture um, up in the attic, and it's the same man from the picture. I didn't recognize that. I think it's because he has facial hair. Yeah. Right. He's got a beard, I think.
1: mm mm-hmm.
2: um, I think she starts like a...
0: But Mrs. Gross recognizes the picture, and she says, yes, that was... Uh, Mr. Quint he was he used to be the valet
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, here but he died dum 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 ghost mm. huh. <laughs> but she swears that's who it is and she um... yeah the scene ends with the kids standing at the top of the stairs laughing hysterically at
1: her. <sighs> see You're right okay.
0: there and no, no joke Right there is when I'm like, I'm I'm done. I'm out of here. Yep. You guys don't seem to be taking this seriously. I understand that you don't really believe me. But now the he, kids and, are and, laughing and he, hysterically yeah. for no other reason than they know exactly what I'm talking about. Or, Thank you. I'm out. Send me my last check.
2: Yep. Or they think that I'm really horrible at hiding in this great, enormous house. That's what I would have been thinking. Yeah.
1: Exactly how not remember what happens next. She's laying dead. Thunderstorm. Sorry, I had He's freaking a out. Call It's okay. Good.
0: Um so they're having school the next day at the house. Uh-huh, yes. Um m- Flora's making yeah. an obnoxious scratching noise with oh. her pencil. Oh. And she's... And she's What's
2: that, what, was she like using like one of those little chalkboard? I don't know. looked like she was like, using a nail.
0: Yeah, but she said... Yeah, she said pencil so I, I don't uh, know why she's using a pencil on chalkboard. But. Just to piss somebody off. Oh, she is because she's smiling about it. She knows right? exactly what she's doing. Yep. You know what you did. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Miles says she's like begging or something stupid.
3: Yeah. Like, begging for attention, I guess yeah. he says.
2: It's like, how?
0: Yeah, so there's a freak out from Flora here because she says something about, oh, was it bothering you? And Miss is like, yes. Yeah. So, so she's starting to get flustered. Her. She says, I'm pretty sure you knew it was bothering me, and I'm pretty sure you were doing it on purpose. Flora's, so.
3: Flora's screams and wailing just Ugh. went right through me. Oh, yeah. Every time she was screaming, it was like. It, it was actually worse than the the, the nail on the chalkboard, yes. whatever that was. It was yeah. just like, oh,
0: yeah, stop it. So she starts crying. Miles tells her she's just doing it for attention. So she throws a pencil at Miles. Ugh. So then Miss Giddens feels better. And she says, I'm so sorry. You know, that's enough school for one day. How about we, we play a game? Let's pretend it's Flora's birthday. And so they want to have a costume party.
2: Oh, yeah. That's not better. I would have told him just to sit out in the rain.
0: <laughs> just yeah. sit out in the
2: rain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was downpouring. Yeah.
3: Let's go play ducks.
1: Yeah.
2: You so, don't need a jacket. Just get out there.
0: Yeah. Um, she asks Mrs. Gross what happened with Mr. Quint. How did he die? And she, again, like... Won't give full details, but basically they found him outside on the steps, bleeding from the head. Miles is the one that found him. The kids I think never you said he was like it. drunk or something. Yeah, he'd been drinking. Okay, how did he end up there? Right. Like, yeah, every I'm time I heard. Right? Now, if you want to give me some answers, we can have a conversation about me staying, but I'm not, I'm not playing this game. Right. So every time I heard Mr. Quinn, I thought, Hoopah! <laughs> <laughs> from Jaws. Scratching on a chalkboard. Maybe Jaws did draw a lot of influence from this movie. Maybe. Yeah.
2: And also, and then also, also both of them didn't meet their demise. Yep. It's a huge spoiler right there. I apologize. True
0: story. So there's a, uh, they have a costume party, um, where the Miles recites a poem. And so Mrs. Gross and Miss Giddens are the audience, and it is the creepiest poem I've ever heard in my life. It's the creepiest poem I've, I've, I'd never heard until this movie. Right. Oh, my it's gosh. like, where in the world did you get that
3: from? So, the, it, like, it's is like, it's
0: it's the he talking about damned? possession? I guess. Something about my lord yeah. is, is no longer here. No, um, the way he was saying it. Uh, my lord can come back. Out of me. oh, I mean, I know. guess I give credit to this kid for his acting ability. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, both the kids knocked it out of the park in this. I think so we all know standing
0: which... with a candle, reciting this poem. Yeah, oh. I think we Bone all know. Chilling.
3: I think we all know which Lord he was talking about, <laughs> and it was not the one above.
0: Yeah, are you talking about Satan? Yes, okay. Satan, Lucifer. Yeah, I'm done with this. Collie. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. a, I am I am finished with these children. Oh, so she starts asking Mrs. Gross more questions about the former governess, Miss Jessel, what she was like, how did she die. And Mrs. Gross tells her she changed over time. Okay.
3: Just kind of like she is in the
0: movie. Yeah.
2: Right. yeah so I'd be changing two of these kids. Yeah.
0: Again, just changing more red my, flags my that you need to be putting in your two weeks notice. Yeah. So it seems that Jessel and Quint had a, a thing. I don't know that it tells us that here, but it's pretty obvious at this point. Right. The next day, there's a boat on their lake slash pond. Uh, Miles is rowing the boat. While Flora and Miss Giddens watch. And Flora tells her, Miles said he once saw a hand waving at him from below the water. Of course he did. Yeah, of course he did. Sure. Flora starts...
2: That was probably probably one of his lords or whatever. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. Flora starts humming um, the lullaby again. And at this point, Miss Giddens can see out in the, the reeds on the other side of the pond, a woman standing.
2: This was a great shot. I mean, of right. course, like the uh, yeah, like you said, like up in those weeds. Image of it. This yeah. is the oh, no good Miss Jessie's back. I'm of, out of here. It's just. you don't need. And me of course, anymore. she was in a black dress. Also, right.
3: Got some. Uh, I got a lot of vibes in this movie. I also got some Blair Witch vibes when when we saw her across the yeah. lake. That's what they talked about in that movie. Stay tuned. Uh, Whereas, like they saw her like across a body
2: of water, and it looked like
3: she was kind of walking across the water to them.
0: Mm. Oh,
2: really? Yeah. I haven't, seen, I haven't seen that movie in forever. Yeah,
0: it's messed up. So that night, Miss Giddens is telling Mrs. Gross there's actually two abominations. She she calls them abominations. She's I'm, not cool. I'm cool. Thank as God. well as the man, there's a woman dressed in black. So this is where she asks, how did how did um Jessel die? And she said she died almost a year ago. But her and Quint did have a thing going, and he used to beat her, and she didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> that was... I mean... That's what you're into, I guess.
2: I guess, but man.
3: some people have weird kinks, dude.
0: So Miss Giddens is convinced at this point that the children are deceiving them. This is where she first refers to them as the innocents. They they want us to think that they're the, uh, innocent, uncle but they're not.
2: Really does hire like pieces of work here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: good employee screening there. Yeah, uncle. they talk about possession. So Miss Giddens thinks that the ghosts. This is probably getting further ahead than we are in the movie, but Miss Giddens is becoming convinced that the ghosts of Miss Jessel and Quint are... Haunting or influencing the children? Right, yes. Possessing, I yeah. guess, mm-hmm. the children. The innocents.
2: Not the age of it.
0: Right. right. After Quint died, Jessel died of a broken heart. Yeah, that that's not... That yeah. doesn't
1: happen. Mm, no.
2: I'm sure if you ask anybody in the medical field... I'm talking about the normal ones. I mean, they would say that that's not a thing. We get a the weird normal dream sequence
0: ones. after this from Miss Giddens where yeah, she's... This
2: was, yeah,
0: this was odd. Yeah. yeah. This was like the boat ride at Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: don't know which way it could be going.
0: <laughs> There's no way of slowing. We're gonna die. <laughs> they should have had Gene Wilder narrating the dream yes. sequence. Should we do that one sometime?
2: No, I don't think that would be awesome. <laughs> it's it's borderline a horror movie. we could talk about we could yeah. do like a whole video on that one scene oh absolutely, yeah, I mean, that's scared me the, the, that scared me the first time I saw it or that. the I'm like, what is going on
3: or the indentured servitude of the Oompa Loompas.
2: yeah, that's what I mean. it's just like I did not get that at all until you know Dad explained that it was the early seventies. I'm like, oh, I get it now
0: <laughs> ah, L-S-D. L-S-D, yes. They're going to church the next day. There's, they kind of have a lot of talk about how Miles and Flora will whisper to one another. They'll walk hand in hand away from everybody else, and they'll constantly whisper back and forth. And so Miss Giddens thinks that they're plotting things. This would be funny to the outside looking in to see this governess. It that would is be. Convinced yeah. that the two kids that, she's, that are in her charge are possessed. Mm-hmm. I was
3: kind of waiting for her to go around and start setting booby traps for the ghosts.
0: Sorry about the kids. <laughs> There's a demon in them. Yeah. Yeah, I, ha- we, we have, I to- have
3: to sacrifice them. I have yeah, to. I was going to say, we <laughs> had to
0: burn them at the stake. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What is that? Yeah, that movie at the beginning where the, the dad is. Oh, that was the. Um, that was the. The, uh, the uh, Evil Dead remake.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just like that. Exactly like that. Yes. It's She's got kind of tied up.
3: <laughs> it's the only way to save their souls.
0: <laughs> no. No, that's the that's the the moral dilemma throughout the movie Frailty. Yeah, oh yeah! Oh my gosh! That's oh, got to yeah. be a stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. that was a um, that was. It would be them. comical in this though. It would be. <laughs> yes. Why do you have them tied up in rope and surrounded by circles of salt?
2: I think well be because even, they can't cross it. <laughs> I think what would be more comical is if they had proton packs in those. Uh, what do they call the uh, trap? This is just the trap thing, yeah. or whatever. But it's back in the 1800s,
0: so they got like a mule running yeah, around a circle That's, that's what I mean. it.
2: That's, what I mean, would would be more comical.
0: Deborah <laughs> Kerr wear a proton pack in that dress. They've got a they've got a locomotive, yeah, right. a train engine hoisted up in the
3: back, and the wheels are just churning <laughs> to produce the electricity <laughs> to run the power packs.
0: One point twenty-one gigawatts. Yes. <laughs> So they go to church. Um, This is where Miss Giddens tells Mrs. Gross that she's going to see the uncle. I'd say this qualifies as an emergency. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. If it doesn't, what does?
0: Yeah. Um, Mrs. Gross tells her that, okay, I haven't been forthcoming. Really? That's been pretty obvious. Miss Jessel killed herself. She drowned herself.
3: Which, how do you drown yourself? I've never really understood that.
0: Oh, wow. Unless
3: you, like, load yourself with
0: rocks. Well, I guess yeah. you just go yeah. underwater and start sucking in. I guess, but... Just inhale. Your body, I don't think you can, like, without
3: influence somewhere. Like I said, yes. you know, weight down your clothes right. or something. Oh, well, no, stre-
2: well, no stresses they had, they probably... Oh,
3: well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Those things probably weighed 75 pounds dry.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: th- this is where we get the scene back at the house. So she's packing, getting ready to go to talk to the uncle. And Mrs. Gross goes to make sure her carriage is ready to leave, and she sees an ap- uh, um, Jessel again—the apparition of Jessel sitting in the schoolroom. She's crying, crying or weeping. So then she completely changes her mind. She's th- th- that's she's that not That's that was, what that turned pretty, her around. I didn't understand, like what, what what about this made you change? She says, "Well, I'm not going now. We need to make sure that the kids are being watched at all times." I thought that
3: Mrs. Jessel had. Um possessed her at first. I'm like, yeah. why, are, why are you
0: staying? I mean, th- that would make me leave my bags and get on the carriage. Right, right. That would be more reason for me to leave. <laughs> right. It wouldn't matter. You've been here this long. You've already been here much longer than I'm going to be here. <laughs> she says she has a plan.
3: I have a plan.
0: Uh, I mean, let's face it. I mean, it's not a- So that night, Miss um, kind of Giddens is sitting in the front of the fire, in the fireplace. She's hearing noises and voices. This was good candle lighting though. I pre- yeah. here this is as good as I've seen, and I don't know if it's because in black and white, but when something is lit by candle, there is very limited. If you're in pitch black and you light something with a candle, there's still pretty limited visibility. Right. Yes, it's just kind of a circle of light. Yeah, it I doesn't hate, fill the whole. I hate watching right. a movie where someone lights a candle and it completely illuminates an entire yep. room. Right, that's that is not what would happen. But this this actually did a good job. It, the the lighting in this movie mm-hmm. the cinematography i think is is very well done mm-hmm. i i noticed that that was what stood out to me in this scene so she's chasing following noises that she keeps hearing um but i actually thought it was it was very well done in terms of what we can see mm. from her candlelight which would which is very little which would is actually right what you would see
2: yep i was going to say back, back at this time especially black and white that was harder to do
0: yeah. Sure. She goes to Flora's bedroom. Flora's not in the bed. She's sitting by the open window. Of course she is. Right. And when Miss Giddens looks out, she sees Miles walking through the garden. So she goes out and gets Miles, puts him in bed. He's still his smug little obnoxious self. Yep. And says, oh, yes, I was bad, wasn't I? And she's like, um, yeah. And he... He says, Well, you know why I'm acting that way. And she's like, I would love to know why you're acting that way. And he said, Because I figured you're getting bored with me being good. Doesn't nope. it get good good children get a bit boring, don't they? No,
3: nope, they really don't.
0: No, I'm good. Yep. I get a paycheck either way. <laughs> yeah. This is weird. Yeah, he then this... he then wants a kiss good night and he locks lips with her for about yeah. five solid seconds. Yeah. Which is about five seconds longer than I would have let that go on. <laughs> yeah. kiss. Her. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I,
3: I thought he was going for the cheek. And then, yeah. yeah this is like, I um, think she's
0: basically shocked by it, which is why it yeah. kind of. Why, why she didn't pull away. Yeah. I was like, um. And he's got a yeah. dead pigeon under his pillow. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's
0: like, why? How many how many red flags do you need that this kid needs to be burned at the stake? Yes. Oh
2: my gosh. Yeah. It's just it was disgusting. Yeah.
0: Throw him in the pond. If he floats. Okay. That's a witch! This- <laughs> can't get diseases from a bird. <laughs> Pretty bird. Is she gonna she gonna
2: shove it into a coke can also.
0: <laughs> yep.
3: I just thought he was real quiet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, he
2: didn't have a head. I
0: yeah, took so care of it. The next day, uh, Flora disappears. They end up finding her. Um, what is this, a gazebo down by the pond?
2: Yeah. She took the boat yeah. out,
0: and she ended up, she's dancing down in this gazebo. and I don't even get why she
2: had to take the boat. Right. Maybe I maybe. mean, just to make...
0: She says, she's dancing, and then uh, Miss Giddens can see across the pond again, Miss right. Jessel. The ghost of Miss Jessel standing in the reeds. Right. It's creepy. creepy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it really is.
3: It seems like every time she sees her, it's closer and closer to them. Uh-huh.
2: This is almost as creepy as the uh, weird lady off of um, that was that stupid film, uh, *Insidious*. Oh, oh yeah, stupid.
3: That movie was awesome.
2: Yeah, it was all right. It was creepy. It's just one. My oh, favorite. it was creepy. So
0: this is where things kind of go off the rails. So Miss Giddens is trying to tell Flora. She's convinced that Flora can see this woman too. Flora's denying that she can see the woman. Mrs. Gross comes out at this point as Ms. Giddens is basically. <laughs> berating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, borderline abusing Flora. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I know you her saw too, her. I know you can see her. And so Flora plays it up. Right. When Mrs. Gross oh. comes by and starts screaming and crying. Oh. I was like. Well, it's okay. It won't last much longer.
3: And she kept going and going and going. going I'm like, I had to turn the TV down. I don't know how her
2: voice went went hoarse after this. You have to adjust the volume. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Mrs. Gross obviously is concerned about Miss Giddens at this point. She takes Flora inside. Flora continues to scream. In the next Uh scene, Miss Giddens is standing outside Flora's room. Um, I think the maids are in there with her and she's screaming. Mrs. Gross comes out and says there's obviously something wrong with flora because of all the obscenities that she's screaming. <laughs> yeah. We don't get to hear any of that but no. apparently she's yelling and screaming obscenities and she said I uh I've however how that it. could even those words could even be coming out of a child I have no idea.
3: Probably from her father.
0: Right. <laughs> so <the> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Oh, Schwartz. <laughs> he got his come up and yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, Miss Giddens' plan, at this point in the movie, she tells Mrs. Gross to take Flora and all of the servants from the house into town to get the uncle. She's going to stay at the house with Miles because she has another conversation with him at one point where she thinks that she can see through to the real Miles. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. Uh, uh I... Yeah, I say we board up the house with the kid inside and light it on fire. Because
3: he held his hands up to the fire, right, to warm his hands.
0: Yeah, I don't. So she says I'm going to stay here with Miles because I think I can get through to him. But the rest of you are going to go to get the uncle or tell him what's going on.
3: Or he could take advantage of me while you're gone. Right.
0: Yeah. Um. So they do. They leave. She stays alone with Miles, who's gone most of the day, but finally comes back to talk to her that eve. I think it's the evening. Yeah. Yeah. So he's gone the whole day after everyone leaves, and then he finally comes to her. She doesn't go looking for him because she's convinced that he'll come find her, which he does. There's a lot of there's a lot of monologuing here. We never really get. I just it all blurs together after a while for me. It's the same, it seems, this was one of the frustrating things about this movie for me, is it's the same conversation, it seems like, over and over again with Miles in particular. Right. Where he just, I don't even know how to describe how he... How annoying he is. Yeah, how he just addresses her, I guess think, that's, I think
2: it's just that weird, sissy, little, I think I know everything voice. I guess.
0: Yeah. So she's... Waiting for an opportunity to try to get him to admit what's going on, that this is not really Miles, this is the ghost of Quint that's taken over Miles.
2: I think it, did you mention that uh, Miles hung out with Quint a whole lot also? Yeah,
0: Mrs. Gross said that Miles was always with Quint and when he was alive. Gross. Um, so it makes sense that he would. Yeah, we get some weird exposition about how Quint and Jessel used to make love and yeah. they would just. By beating each other? Do it in open rooms where that's, the kids saw. That's not okay. People at the house saw. Yeah. Especially back then. That's why. You know, you can do it in your own bedroom.
2: You can do whatever you want <laughs> as long as nobody else has to see this. Right. You do you. In and if quite bedroom. possible, hear it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ugh, she, what is, so what does she do here? She she gets him to admit that that this Quint is is he possessing him
3: or is he just See, like it never
0: really goes into it, and that's part right. of the ambiguity right. even of the book that it, it leaves mm-hmm. things very open-ended long story short they have the, she ends up kind of chasing him throughout the grounds trying to get him to uh, say Quint's name because yeah. the idea is that if he just says and acknowledges Quint's presence mm-hmm. that'll get him out of him
3: i think i read something about that in the mm-hmm. necronomicon in what? In the Necronomicon. Oh. Yeah. The Book of the
2: Devil. Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I was joking. Yeah, so it, That's it chapter me, 16, I'm sorry, I guess. A yes. yes. <laughs> it's like, I Page. think she was
2: I think she also tries to ask him why he got expelled first. Yeah.
3: Page six hundred and sixty six.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then he's playing Oh yeah, that scene. He's playing with that jello jello looking oh, yeah. There's, that is gross. There's a
0: lot happening here. I'm I don't I do not i gonna do it disservice if I try to break this down too mm-hmm. much. So if you've seen the movie you you already know what I'm talking about it's if you haven't you really need to watch this yeah. um this scene here this last act basically of the movie they end up on the uh, outside
1: he,
3: she corners him like a greenhouse right? Yeah. right yeah
0: he runs off um and he gets he falls and when she gets to him he kind of comes to and seems like he's the old miles again cuz he calls her, i mean he calls her a like a hussy yeah
2: and even curses at her, too. Yeah,
0: calls her like a damned hussy mm-hmm. and, and a whore, I think. I don't remember. It was very... Ha- it had to be controversial back then. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But when he falls and hits his head, it seems like he kind of snaps out of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so now she's really trying to get him to acknowledge right.
3: Quint's presence. He's apologizing and saying, I'm sorry, I didn't mean those things.
0: Right. So... I I don't know where she's getting this idea that if he just says Quint's name that everything will be better.
2: It's like the never-ending story.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Just (laughs) making it up as we go. (laughs) So, I guess this is the equivalent of landing on the last space and calling out the name Jumanji. Yes. Yeah. He finally does. um, And then we see Quint kind of in the background standing amongst these statues. And I think he looks... So, so again, this is very open-ended. So, it sounds... It's not that I don't remember what happens. It's that it's very, very ambiguous. It's left very open to interpretation. My interpretation of what happens here is the boy sees Quint, and upon recognizing that that was who was possessing him, while it gets Quint out of his body, it kills him? Scared him to death. Yeah, or like the shock of it kills Miles, I mean, it could something I like that
2: happen? I, I
3: suppose. Know. I mean, anything can happen. I guess.
2: But I mean, again, if you have like a weak heart or something, right? I mean, but
0: and back at that time, you know. So she's so so Miss Giddens. This is kind of a weird ending because she thinks, oh, he's he's gone now. You know, you're free. And then when she looks at Miles and realizes, I she's she, looking at his face, and I think realizes he's dead. And so she starts screaming in terror yep. that this little boy is. Died? Mm-hmm. Question mark. I th- and, I,
2: yeah, I think he has died. Yeah. Right,
0: and so she starts crying, and the movie ends. Yep. Like it, it's over. The That's end. the end of it.
2: Well, she does give him a a wet little kiss at the end. <laughs> I don't know how wet it
3: was, but it yeah, was but definitely yeah, a. She pet. does give him a smooch. Yep. it was a pet,
2: which we don't know if it was because she got possessed by what's her name or. Yeah.
3: It is entirely ambiguous, and, and, that, and for the audience to make so up their minds. That's so weird
2: because, right? That, that's what I mean, it's just like you don't know if this is like psychological. You don't know if she's like going crazy yeah. or. So then we get. I uh, mean, these kids would drive me crazy. Yeah,
0: I mean, Miles being dead, I'd be like, yeah, oh well. The film ends with her hands being held up in in prayer. So again, is, again, is this and like, that's it? I mean, it's it's over.
3: Is this like a full circle? type movie is it like was the beginning of the movie also an extension of the end of the movie you know Mm -hmm.
0: like you know how it kind of ended the same and i guess i appreciate that but this i don't know i felt like this one i guess it's fine
2: i mean i mean it's like i said it's like the book ends exactly the same way too yeah so but
0: anyway that's the innocence 1961
3: grades you know when i i saw it for the first time yesterday I thought this movie, this movie sucked. And then the more I sat and thought about it, I was like,
0: "It sticks with you a little." It bit. It does
3: sit with you, and the, and the more I kind of let it ruminate, I'm like, "This was actually a genius movie." Like the way it was filmed.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I'm giving this a a solid B. I went C plus. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the same reasons it was better. There was there was, I don't know. I see this one. I'm torn on this one a little bit because I. I just was so frustrated throughout a lot of this movie with these children. But I think that's the idea. Like, it's right. it's supposed to be they're not really doing anything wrong, yet there's something very, very, very wrong with them, which becomes evident pretty quickly in this movie. And then we just have to sit and ruminate on that for, like, an hour while it's continuing to happen. It's almost like watching a train wreck in slow motion, right? You know what's happening. You know where we're going. And it's you just have to sit and... Wait for it to happen while you're watching not always the best decisions being yeah carried out by our lead characters, so I went yeah. c plus
2: i give it give it a b minus i mm-hmm. mean this this was a you know big influence for for some other movies later on and you know I, I I love the images of it and in a way, I like the ambiguous ending. I wish it would have kind of sort of explained this to- tit bit more
0: yeah but like you said the source material doesn't yeah. either it is right. the same i mean there's no so. like
2: a there's not like a you think there's like a lot of a, uh, what's the word i'm thinking of like metaphors or something mm. in this and it's just like oh because oh, okay i get it or if it's like you know or, or even like foreshadowing type of stuff and i don't know how to explain it but i just wish there was just like just a tiny bit more like explanation
0: Yep. b minus yeah
2: yeah, it's about the best I'll give it. This one, I want to know what others think.
0: Anybody seen this movie out there before? Let us know your thoughts, your interpretations. Are we missing the mark big time? I feel like this could be one that someone could explain, and there's, like, something I'm missing big time on this movie. Something that I'm not really understanding. Basically, because the way Acts 1 and 2 go, Act 3 kind of goes in a totally different direction, right. I guess, than you're expecting. And I don't know if that's on purpose, Like the idea that things don't, aren't always what they seem, things, you know. But then in another way, it kind of, it kind of does go the way that it should, if that makes sense. I Mm. I feel like it's just confusing, but that's what this movie is to me. So let us know. um, Let us know if we missed anything. Um, It's like
2: you said, the way, the way you just explained, that's pretty much the whole movie right now. It's confusing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Let us know what you thought. Um, Let us know if we're missing anything that, I'm I'm willing to admit that there may be something out there that uh, I'm missing the mark on with this uh, with this film. I'm but sure I missed something. Uh, stay tuned. Next week we'll have our continued haunted house theme um, throughout the entire month of April. Um, continue to send us your requests. Um, Twitter, like us on Facebook. Send us an email: scaredsmithlesspodcast at gmail uh big things coming stay tuned for more information on that uh we appreciate your comments we appreciate your emails um subscribe to our podcast on whatever your preferred platform is um nothing helps us more than you clicking that subscribe button and nothing helps you more you get uh updates anytime we put out new content um and which we will continue to do you get this podcast for free 99 right always appreciate subscribers so Stay tuned. Stay scared. Thanks for dropping by.
3: See ya.